Hey everybody, welcome to the Aerial Influence channel. I'm David Plummer. This is Michael Ferguson. All we do all day long is talk about drones. Today, episode number five of our series, Dispelling Drone Myths. We're going to talk about how drones are transforming the world of agriculture. Uh, Michael, we work a lot with uh, farming, with agriculture clients. Uh, you've really been sort of the one pushing that and you've really been the one that's dug into it. Uh, so tell us a little bit, what's, how do you think drones are really kind of going to transform that industry? Yeah, I, I mean, obviously we're, we're from Indiana, we're corn country, that kind of thing. Not farmers, but we're drone people and we see the value. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that uh, I saw was all of the drones that we basically Carry. are, are carrying, you know, for search and rescue and everything. I, I see that they could have a place on the farm. Uh, there are some great ways, you know, you've got um, larger drones like the Agra series where you can do spraying and you can do spreading. Mm -hmm. uh, spreading which would be something like uh, cover crops and where that could be highly beneficial is if you've got five foot corn, you obviously don't want to trample that corn because it's not ready to be harvested. But the best time to put in a cover crop is when it's about, you know, yay high. Hmm. Um, you can do that really easily with a drone and start that, that process of, of clover to, you know, help uh, provide the nutrients back into the soil as you're finishing off uh, the, the corn growth and harvest. Yeah. Uh, spraying, obviously, you, you can go to spot spraying. There's, there's ways to... Uh, Take multiple drones, control them with with one remote. You, you know, have to have special we're, waivers for yeah, that kind of stuff. We're, too. we're you know not quite there yet, but but we are yeah. at the same same thing. It's at this point, uh, it's kind of like how do you want to get started in the stuff? Mm -hmm. There's multispectral yeah. where you can basically see if there's crop stresses. You can tell the the health of the crops that way. You can then get boots on the ground. Okay. We see something is, is wrong here. Is it is it nitrogen, um, you know, something like that, or is it water, you know, dry, whatever. And then you have just uh, scouting in general. Yeah. You've got it um, all the way on the insurance side. You've got wind damage, and you've got to figure out, okay, is, 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 is this corn uh, tipped over to the right degree where it, it – uh, uh, warrants a, a pay, payout for the farmer uh, because of the wind damage, you know, you can get uh, really specific. Okay, this area, this yeah. area, this area. Gives them that information, off. yeah. Right. One of the reasons I, I got into it because I realized it was kind of difficult is that yeah. when, when you talk about crop spraying, crop dusters, whether it's helicopter, uh, the air tractors, everything is geared towards manned aviation because that's how it's been for the last hundred years. Yeah, you know? right. But important to know. Do you, we don't see like the agrass or anything else as replacing crop dusters no. by any, but aerial applicators are still going to have a major place in this country. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the last figures were for like all of the, all of the crops that are grown about 25% of that, hmm. I believe is, you know, crop dusters is are, are spraying and dusting. Huh. So going back to the fact that everything is kind of geared towards manned aviation, fast forward to where we are right now and we've got drones. So obviously there's there's no nobody riding on top of the drone right so you don't need a seatbelt right but the FAA still has to worry about safety mm -hmm. and a drone yes you're taking that person out of the drone so that's safer for the operator but is it safer for the public right and when you put in all of these things like GPS and RTK and geofencing all that kind of stuff then the answer is yes 
you've got a battery operated drone versus a combustion engine. So if anything goes down, that thing isn't going to go down, hit the ground and go in a ball of fire. Right. Or it's not going to, um, you know, spew out a bunch of uh, pesticide. Mm. So that is uh, enough evidence for the FAA to basically warrant, um, yes, you can get these exemptions. Mm-hmm. It is a process. Yeah. That's and, what we're here for. And how long was the process? I mean, we went through the process. Yeah. I mean, after you write the exemption and all that kind of stuff, uh, you're looking at anywhere from 90 to 120 days. Yeah. So this thing gets sent to Washington. You get it signed off, that kind of thing. It comes back. Then you have to hook up with you know, your, your local FAA around here. If you're serious about it and you really want to introduce this kind of technology now, because there's no better time to do it than now, you're in for a process. Right. But it's highly doable. And And, once you get it done, it's done. Right. Drones are our future and we want to be here as a resource for you. So subscribe to our emails to get the latest drone knowledge. As always, thank you for listening. We're excited to share the future of drones with you.